After I drink all of this tea, I'm going to need to piece across the galaxy. <laughs> uh, the, oh, the piece across the galaxy. Uh. Maybe those rings movies just came out and you're not glad I'm middle If you feel it, you'll see. Let's take a moment and listen to the IFNC podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 130 of this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> do you like it when people stare at you? Um, ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, do you like do you like being the center of attention, or do you like no. being a shy egg? It depends. Do I? I don't know if that's a good term. I like Is that it, good though. shy egg. Don't you be a shy egg? Yeah, don't that you? sounds like something like a Yiddish grandmother from her in from the early thirties would say. Yeah, I like it. Um, Not in her early thirties, but from like the nineteen thirties. She's a real young grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, that happens a lot it these does. days, and that's fine. Thirty-year-old grandmas—that's t- that's that's par for the course. I don't know if that is thirty, like my grandma age. I guess it could happen, right? Yeah, absolutely. Could be a thirty-year-old gilf. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a, a shy egg. Anytime I, I look up gilf porn, it's always <laughs> it's a thirty. Always a thirty-year-old. I'm finding there's so many. It's weird <laughs> that there's like so many thirty-year-old gilfs. There's so many types of porn out there. <laughs> <laughs> Young gilfs. Mm. Um. So um, it depends. I don't like to be the center of attention unless I'm on a stage. Yeah. And then I'm okay with it. It's but weird. you like that, though. I do like that. What if? What about in the privacy of your house? Would you like it if something was just like somebody or something was just kind of staring at you always? What about your webcam? Do you feel like safe that way? Like knowing that there could potentially be somebody from like the FBI or the CIA or one oh, of the letter organizations kind of staring thing? at you always? That doesn't bother me at all. No. Because I figure if they want to see it, let them see it. Yeah. Does Do that I, turn you on? I don't know. You don't know? I, I don't have enough experience with, like, actually people watching me. Let's do it this way, though. Here, okay. What about this? If it was to you, because right now, it's 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 completely conjecture. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know yes. if it's true, if it's not true. Yeah. Right? Correct. If you knew, without a doubt, for a fact, that somebody, that was, somebody watching. was watching you while you were in your room privately closed the door and uh-huh. browsing the internet hard quotes yes uh-huh um or would, would that would, would how would you feel after that like you knew that was happening if i knew it was happening and i i feel like i would be i would definitely want to put on a show that's what i'm saying that like you wanted what you would want to put on a show. absolutely you would yeah. definitely want to i don't think i could go at life just going through the normal day-to-day if i knew people were watching i would be i'd be performing cool and would that make it easier for you if your webcam looked like a realistic human eye? <laughs> Just a floating eye a little bit? Like, yeah. Like where my webcam is, like above my screen. Yeah, right there. It's just, it looks like a, like. Just an eyeball. This much of a eye. This, this, just this, like the, the typical. You got to think of like, like eye this, shape. this section, because like, there's, there's a little eyebrow included. It's like somebody took oh, this. Oh, there's eyebrow even? Like this. Like, look at this. Like, it looks like, like, like I'm like watching you right lid. now. Look at me. I'm looking at you. Like a peephole. Yeah, kind of like that. Like you could you could actually put a little wall behind in front of it and then like make it look like it was a peep. <gasps> oh, that's the smartest idea I've heard so far. <laughs> uh, so this is a thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. Uh, new prototype webcam looks like a realistic human eye complete with its own eyebrow and it blinks too. <laughs> uh, but that uh, would get in the way of the quality of the show, right? I, I guess to a certain extent. I, I think... I think once it's on and activated and you're using it as a webcam, it oh. wouldn't do that. Okay. This is while it's like idle. It's like a thing. Of so it's like a do. little AI, like a little, you got a little robot. Kind of. Uh, it says also, if that's a, uh, if that's not enough, it's also capable of looking around and acting on its own accord when it's not being used as well. <laughs> <laughs> it can express emotions such as anger and sadness with its like <laughs> eyebrows and stuff. There's like there's a little like, look, like do you smell like a, what the rock is cooking? Yeah, like there's a like a little people's eyebrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it can show emotions uh, such as anger, sadness. It can check the room as well, see what's going on. If it doesn't feel like looking just at you directly anymore, it <laughs> it's like check, I'm bored with this. It can check out other things. Obviously, in the shy egg over uh, here. I need to look at this shy egg. I'm gonna go somewhere else. It's obviously an uncanny sight to see you sitting in a monitor as a working uh, as a working as a webcam. But according to the person behind, quote, the eye cam, that is what it's called. Ah, Mark Tyser. Uh, there, there's more to it than that. Uh, it, it's basically just kind of more of like a 
a way to kind of immerse yourself into realism. So whenever you're actually talking to somebody on the camera, it's almost like you're meant to be staring into somebody's eyes. So it's meant to make conversation yeah. more of a easier catch for that. I don't, um, I don't, I, I'm gonna start off by saying, I don't have any problem with anybody that has just one eye, but Oh no. How many conversations do you have where you are just like, let me stare into your eye. I mean, Whenever I look at you, we have to choose an eye to look at. You don't look at both eyes. I'm looking at that bridge. What bridge? That bridge of your nose. I'm the... Yeah, but that's that that defeats the purpose. But do you I do you really only just look at one of my eyes? Huh? You just look at one of my eyes? I'm You'll right, bounce I'm back and kinda, forth. I'm kind of now we're so far away. I'm just checking out your face. Uh, you got the whole. So I've got picture. a whole spectrum. I'm not looking at one of your eyes. That now whole... I am because I'm. I'm. It's like active breathing. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Whenever I mention that. And you say you actively, hey, you're breathing as a human being. You have to breathe. Mm -hmm. And then that triggers that in your mind. You you think about, oh, now I need right. to breathe. Absolutely. It's like that. I feel like I look at the uh, that metal piece in between your glasses more bridge, often yeah. than not. Because then I can lie to you and I don't have to feel bad about it. Why would you lie? Because I'm not looking right in your eyes. I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, but why would you lie to me? Because I'm a shy egg. Oh, okay. You know. One of those shy eggs. I, uh, what have you been up to? Oh, a little of this, a little of that, a little of whatever uh, Jack Nicholson says in Batman. <laughs> I don't remember. Something about a bat in his belfry. <laughs> bat in the belfry. Been playing some games, reading a lot of fucking comics. Nice. Uh, nothing super personal. We've been talking about this. Uh, as of us recording this uh, next next Monday, I'll be going to the movies uh, pop-up mm -hmm. event that'll be in St. Louis. Yes. I know you said you're going... Um, going on the second. On the going second later on. Yeah. A little bit closer. Is that the last that day? That is the last, the last day. day Unless they expanded it. it. I don't know if they did or not. I didn't think so. I think it's like a week and a half, two weeks. Yeah. Something like something that. Like that. Yeah. In that window. I'm excited yes. to try that out. Yeah. See what that's all about. That'll be a good time. Be something to write home about. For yeah. For sure. So I'm, I'm, I'm into that. I've been exercising. Yeah. Been doing some running. Deep knee squats. Given uh, no deep knee, no deep. deep do you do any kind squats. of like uh, other than running? Any other like form of like calisthenics? No, no, that's no. it. I don't even warm up. I just, I mean, I do whatever. So by exercising, you're me. like, hey, I'm running. Yeah, right. Yeah, like my, I'm on like a program, my Garmin, yeah, uh, program where it's like I've got a one of them like onboard trainers that's on like the app and it's it like, yells at you. Here's what you do. It didn't yell at me yet, but I've been a good boy. Uh, you think it might. It could potentially. No, I don't think so. I've I've done this program before, not the specific one, but I've done programs on it. Yeah, and the, it's it's pretty nice, and did, they they don't yell at you. Did you have the Wii Fit board? I did. You, you, did you feel good about yourself if like you hadn't used it for a long time, and then you got it, and whenever you would go into Wii Fit, it's like, hey, it's good to see you. It's been so long. It's been like two hundred and sixty days. How have you been? <laughs> You feel bad about that whenever? <laughs> no, I love like I wish that they were still doing the Wii Fit. Like, yeah, I know they've they've got ring the boxing fit. still yeah. and they've got the ring fit, but like yeah. the like the base like here's a board. Mm -hmm. We're gonna do balancing things. Mm -hmm. We're gonna do like step aerobics and and stuff like that. Like, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Um, and I know that they've got to continue to always like do things better and expand, and they don't typically stay on the one thing. Uh, but. I I really dig dug the Wii Fit thing yeah a lot um but yeah I, I, that's really all I've been up to is like I've been doing some reading as well but doing a lot of just like exercising and being outside it's been nice mm -hmm. out yeah it has been been enjoying the outdoors I guess I could mention that we've been I actually got um probably a few months ago whenever me and Mandy were actually before we found out our credit is absolutely abysmal and horrible and we need to repair it because of medical debt. Mm. Um, we were looking into potentially purchasing a house. We were looking at some houses in Ducoin, and we came across a house that was uh for sale. And the guy also had literally a five gallon bucket that was just stuffed to the gills with golf clubs, mm -hmm. and it was just said free oh. on there. So I was like, cool. So I took a three iron, which is actually behind you, right beside that samurai sword. Yes, it is. <laughs> and uh, I took it, and I was just like, I I enjoyed uh hitting around some balls and stuff like that every now and then I would go to the range with my brother uh, out at Red Hawk in Pinckneyville and, and, you know, hit around some balls and stuff like that. You get like a big bucket of balls there and you pay like 10 bucks and you get like 40 plus balls to mm. go out on the range and just hit and whatnot. Um, so out here on the side of the house, big open space of field. I know I can't hit it far enough to go beyond the trees and to get to a road to hit anything. Uh -huh. So I'm using it now as a driving range. Cool. Um, nothing else really going on there. I figured like, Hey, by the time the field dries up and stuff and everything's good to go, I'm just going to go get more balls. 
they have bags of balls they sell at Walmart that are just like generic, you know, whatever balls they can collect and they throw them in these bags. Yeah. They sell them at Walmart for like 14 bucks and it's like 48 balls. So I was just like, yeah, I'm going to get this massive ball sack. I'm going to take it to my house. And I'm going to beat the shit out of it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've been doing that outside in these uh, nice days. Yesterday, I was out there. Um, nice. Not today because it's snowing. Yeah, it was snowing outside today, <laughs> which is real fucking weird. But, um, yeah, no, it was uh, I've been doing that um, nice. outside with Betty a lot, hanging out and playing and stuff. So um, I'm definitely doing a lot for more for my anxiety. Not really depression, but anxiety stuff like that it always helps clearing up whenever i can oh, be outside sure. and have have a good time doing absolutely that stuff. just uh just you and you and you you and you and the outdoors i uh my my batteries died in my headphones yesterday mm-hmm. and i went out for a run and i didn't realize it until i was already like going so then, you, then you got to hear <sighs> oh yeah the whole time it sucked <laughs> i was like oh this is the worst soundtrack to run to ever cnoj runs with uh the headphones in and stuff like that but he says he opts out of that sometimes too as well yeah to where he'll just run where he's just listening to nature and stuff while he's running and stuff and it's like i can get that and stuff like that but i would get annoyed by the my sound of my yeah panting and whatnot well <laughs> trying to go he's probably a, he's probably one of those people that can like talk to people while he's running also like he's he's got his breath but under control is, but he is very I mean, he could do that, and he does enjoy a group run from time to time, but he is very, a very much a very solo oh, kind yeah, of runner and too. stuff. He'd rather just do it by himself. But if, you, if you're if you at that level of, of yeah. breathing control, <laughs> you probably don't, your your breathing is probably not nearly yeah. as annoying. He's done it for like a couple 40 years. It's so, I mean. <laughs> it's one of those things where like, when I'm just standing around or, or uh, just, you know, relaxing, I don't get annoyed mm-hmm. by my breath. So. It's probably just about the same for him to run. It's like I don't even notice it. It's not. Yeah. It's not. I'm not gasping for my life like I currently am. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been a good time. Um, you want to talk about them comics we've been reading? We need to. Absolutely. We the got people business. need to know. They need to know that they need to pick some books up. Even though you're already on another fucking podcast for comics. <laughs> <laughs> do you? Uh, do you? What do? You, where do you want to start? Oh, uh, wherever you want to. <laughs> okay. Uh, when do Lock and Key? Yeah, the crossover. Yeah, it, it's finally here. Lock and Key, Helen back, Helen gone. Helen, Helen gone. gone. She's, Helen gone. She gone. She gone. <laughs> uh, Helen gone number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot what it was called whenever I typed out my notes. So it says <laughs> Sandman X Lock and Key, <laughs> like some weird fucking Kingdom Hearts thing. Nice. <laughs> nice. And I don't know if the next issue is going to be two. Or if it's gonna, because there was a Helen gone too. At one point in time, I remember there being it was Sandman Universe Lock and Key Helen Gone one, and then the next one was gonna be Lock and Key Sandman Universe Helen Gone one. Like it was, they were just gonna trade the the name, but that seems real dumb. One and two. So is like, is it gonna tell it from a different person's perspective or something like that? Like. Now we're in the dreaming instead of like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. we're going to tell it from whoever else is like maybe the Corinthian or, or somebody's like, like for respect. Jonathan's point of view, waiting in hell for his sister to come find him. Real boring. <laughs> like it's just at the end. She just can... him like burning up, just sitting in a corner the whole time for like 120 panels. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So uh, we kind of pick up. We, when we wrapped up in, in pale battalions go, mm-hmm. uh, Jonathan had committed suicide. Right. Um, and, uh, we had, his sisters had gotten a letter in the mail from, from him from hell. Yeah. And that was kind of like the, like the last kind of cliffhanger, right? Like that yes. was, and was the, the issue zero was talking about the kid in the moon, right? Was that Ooh. issue zero? Yeah. I think that was the reprint, right? Like that was the, yeah. that was the reprint of that. And then, because that's also, that's another one of John Locke's kids. Is it Ian? I can't remember what his name was off the top uh, of my head. It's been a few Chamberlain months. Chamberlain is the dad. Chamberlain, yeah. okay, Chamberlain kids. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Ian is the is the name of yeah. the kid that had uh was diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. Like brain cancer or something like that as a as as, as a small child. And so they had the opportunity to send him to the moon where all of the Locke family goes to mm-hmm. die, evidently. Because uh, you don't really die there, kind yeah, of. Yeah, that's thing. right. Yeah. They send him up there instead and, yeah. and you kind of can just watch over your family and watch them grow and watch yep. them kind of move on. 
Um, really cool, really sweet story. But I remember in that one, whenever they actually do show a grave marker for him, even though he's not dead, you see John's marker next to his. Oh, okay. Because he'd already committed suicide at that point. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I didn't pay attention to that. Yeah. Because that's, that's why I was like, oh, that's where the, this kind of tie-in was because we knew that kind of pale battalions was going to have some kind of semi close tie-ins to Sandman going that. into yeah. it, mm-hmm. but we didn't really understand where it was going. So that issue zero kind of even cleared up that even more. Cause yeah. we're like, Oh yeah, we already see he's dead. Now we know more of these kids are dead. Yeah. I think Mary might be the only one left. There's two daughters. There's left. two daughters. There's two daughters. I can't remember the other one's name. Okay. But yeah, there's Mary and the other one. Mary's the important one. <laughs> Mary is the important one for this. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so so Mary decides that she wants to have a little lamb. She wants to have that little lamb. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it looks like uh, Chamberlain's still alive. The the dad, he's still yeah. kicking. For some reason, he he wants to go to the well house and relive watching John come out. Yeah, of the- <laughs> it's so that's I that's horrible, dude. <laughs> it's like I just want to, and it's like, like too because it's like show me John. What what the that's basically is that not like the well is a part of the house. Is that kind of like the house talking to him based off of his subconscious? I forget how the well is. I can't remember how the well house works either because it's not really John. Yeah. I thought it was a prison was like the way that it was treated for like for Dodge. Well, for Dodge it was. Yeah. But But she was like there. That's what I meant. But for other people, when they utilize that, it just, it shows them what they want to see or shows them. So that's the same. Like he's, he feels guilty for all of that. And it's almost like, the John that's in the wellhouse that's talking to him is his guilt playing on, on yeah, him. Cause I that's like, so. it's like, that's what he's feeling strongest. Yeah, so sense. it's just like, Hey, you feel guilty. Cool. Yeah. Let me crawl to you with my burning body. Yeah. and tell you about how yeah. I'm in hell. Cause he's the one. Cause, cause Chamberlain's the one who said, I wish that you would have died instead of my wife. Yeah. When, when all of that happened and pale battalions go. Yeah. So yeah, I guess it, that is it's showing reflecting his guilt back at him. So mm-hmm. Mary's kind of had enough of that, right? She's like, right. all right, we got to do something. And Roderick Burgess, she knows has trapped a, a being of, of some sort. Did they say how she knows that? I didn't really get a vibe of how she knew that. Yeah. Um, it just like, she was just like, all right, I'm going, I'm telling you, taking the anywhere key and I'm going to go see Roderick Burgess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It seemed as though like prior to the book starting, she had made a call even, or, you know, off panel, if you will, she had made a call to Roderick to say, yeah. like, Hey, she knew the existence of hell. She knew that it was a back door technically to hell, but she doesn't have yeah. said key to do that. She just knew basically. that there was some way to do it. Yeah. And even Roderick had mentioned that Chamberlain had called him a year before that mm-hmm. to to try to do the same thing so there's a history of roderick being known for i one i guess if you if you go back to sandman we know that that roderick kind of was a cult leader by yeah, that we, point we didn't really right? we've never seen this kind of version of roderick even in like no. prelude because it's, it's almost gross. like he's like a fat sultan <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that's how he's dressed. He looks like he's almost like Prince Ali, kind yeah. of like Sultan. Yeah, type I was of really thing. confused with it because it didn't and, look like any yeah, version of Roderick we had seen. Yeah, because I mean, even that. prior to that, he was almost like a scrawnier little nerd. It looked like his his son. Yeah, you know, or just like slightly older in yeah. a sense or whatever. And then you get that complete like he's now old man because it's been like fucking eighty years. Yeah, and that he's had him imprisoned and whatnot. But we've never seen this mid stage. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Yeah, we've we've kind of just this lived... is in nineteen twenty what seven? I don't remember Five, the exact date. something like that. Yeah, it was in like it's the after late World 20s. War One. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So she goes to see him right, and she Alex meets her at the door in the helm, and I thought yeah. that was awesome. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's that's kind of random. Like, how yeah. does that? immediately I'm going, how does how does he have that? But I guess like they took the stuff from Dream. But yeah, but then we I guess we're going to get to see now how it got scattered to yeah. the people that it rightfully went to. Like, yeah. who is it that the Rachel person has the sand that that yes. Constantine knows? Yeah, because they traced all that through in preludes and nocturnes kind yeah. of. Here's this hand took to this hand. And yeah, took to this hand. That's what I, mean. I guess we'll see the initial handoff because now, yeah. as we know, after all of these events and stuff, she's talked to Roderick. He takes her down to the basement or yeah. whatever where they're storing Dream. Yeah. And he's still in the same glass case as the exact same pose. <laughs> like he hasn't moved in 80 years because yeah. you see him in that exact same pose in like 80 years yeah. when he's about to get out. Yeah. And uh, just sitting in the exact same pose, not answering a question. And what did she give him 
that she because there was like a deal that they was trading the torch key the fire key yeah she gave him yeah. the okay i forget yeah. which one she gave. so like so she then gives... that that now we know that that has to get back somebody and the it. anywhere key has to get back because yeah. alex has that mm-hmm. uh yeah so but like, she even says before she uses it though he she says something about i'm gonna need that back so yeah. i can get back home otherwise i'm gonna be stranded here yeah. for three months or something like that yeah uh so there's definitely there's definitely a lot of pieces that are getting thrown about mm-hmm. in the story that are gonna have to come back together at some point so we know this isn't does it have a specific issue arc like we're only getting like two two issues and that's it the end damn <laughs> yeah yeah it is it is a two issue and series. then it's done it's over that's so i it. feel like we're not gonna learn a lot here <laughs> yeah i mean I, spoilers i guess for the ending but it's like i feel like now i'm just like well, I mean, I, if it's only two issues, I can see the Corinthian just like eating her and that's it. Well, <laughs> I think that there has to be. I think she finds her way to hell. Yeah. At some point. I think that she gets there. But I I feel like Jonathan doesn't come back with her. Yeah. Um, but the thing is that do we, we know that she stays alive for X amount of years? That Mary does. Well, that's I started yesterday. I started reading a little bit more about the Locke family tree. Yeah. And there's a really big gap between the the lock family in this series the golden age as it is that's yeah. what the the volume will be called the golden age lock family in the early early 1900s and what we see from the family in the main lock and key series sure. um who the dad what what was the, what's the dad's name in the in the main lock and key series randall randall so between then like there's not even it took a, a lot of thought i keep wanting to say john for fucking everything for whatever <laughs> reason any answer so there's not even a direct lineage between chamberlain, chamberlain and, and his john, offspring and randall and, and then randall hmm. like it's still even kind of odd because right now so the lock so there's no male there's heir, no, there's kind no of male like, heir, it would have yeah. to be mary or somebody like yes, that potentially it'd be mary or her sister though we don't remember her name yeah at this point has a kid who then keeps the lock name uh even so she must not have gotten married or they were non-traditional in some way shape or form and then they then have another kid who then has randall so there's like there's two generations in between this family and randall and his kids that there's like so to randall is that is chamberlain grandfather or great-grandfather to him great great-grandfather to him yes that's old to randall yeah so it's their four times great-grandfather to yeah, because then to Tyler and like and the boys. Yeah, and, because there's what's the sisters? There's supposedly from the tree. There's supposedly Kinsey. Two more, <laughs> two more sets of generations mm-hmm. between Mary and Randall. So Mary would be his great great aunt or great great grandmother or great great mom, great grandmother. Great grandmother. Yeah, great great grandmother. Yes. So there's there's a lot of mystery in there, and we don't know where it all kind of fills in. So are the plans of, to keep on bringing this back, this kind of a crossover no event, clue. or uh, I, I didn't uh, know if like they were going to be like, hey, we did the two stories for the Golden Age, and now we're going to talk about this other lock that you don't even know, and they also interacted with the Dreaming. Is that how they're going to get that brought back a up? A bunch or? of wild things when it comes to uh, the race. There's a race key, uh, or like a skin color key, yeah, uh, and there's the gender key, obviously, yeah. And there's a lot of gender bending and race bending all throughout. Um, like I, I didn't get at one point in time. I think it's in the story where the the moon story. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a a black man that's in there that they call Grandpa or, yeah. or something. That is Blood Grandpa who fell in love with a black woman. And to be able and to, he, so he to, used the race key. Yeah, he used the race key. Uh, I got you to turn his race so that it was because it was the 1800s. It wasn't conventional. I guess that would be the most family members that you do see then. Yeah, because and whenever they go yeah. up into the moon, because it's so True. full of yeah. people that yeah. are like welcoming him into to the the place. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there's such a like he Joe Hill is built and uh, and Rodriguez have built this like. Crazy I don't know why thick. I just now thought about that. I was like, that's why it's super, super important for them to want Jotten back more so than anything because he's not there. Yeah. They'll never get to be up there with him for eternity. That's true. So when Chamberlain goes up there, well, I mean, he doesn't because we know that he ends up being a ghost at some point oh, in time because yeah. he's dead in the ground. That's and he's right. got the ghost body we see when Bodhi goes out uh-huh. and sees him there. Um, but I mean, like that, that's kind of like their family's bread and butter. They're like, we know we'll have, always get to see each other, yeah. we'll always get to be with each other. It's no matter. And yeah. now 
he's like, now my kid's dead. Yeah. You know, he's not there. That's my wife's already dead and she's not going to be up there. So now whenever I die and I go up there, I'm not going to get to be with my wife and my kid. Oh. So now he's, they're like, we need to get him back. I wish he could come back from hell because that way I can at least be with my boy if I that's can't be with right. my wife. Yeah. That makes sense. I wasn't even thinking about the yeah. fact that. That's what I just like thought about. It. I was just like, yeah, they, they all are there. Up until that point, like we don't really see that in the Locke family that we're familiar no. with. Because they're they, they've kind of forgotten their lineage, but mm -hmm. before that, they're kind of obsessed with keeping everybody alive forever. This storyline with it's probably with the Chamberlain and stuff like that is where this all ends, and the, the Ian is probably the last person maybe we get that's that in that moon, moon. Yeah, that's up there. So then they're that's the only locks that are up yeah. there now because they don't remember or do any of that stuff now. It's wild that there's this much like story and thought that could go into this and. We get it in these little tiny chunks. And and I mean, up until this past year, mm -hmm. there was a drought of lock and key. I mean, we we kind of just started reading it, so we're just yeah. kind of getting into it. But there's a big gap between when things end. Dog days, I think, happens, mm -hmm. uh, like maybe in 2019. And then we get Impale Battalions Go in 2020. We get this in 2021, which is two issues. Like, there's just a, it's just, it's a, we're getting in slivers. And there's it's just so much about story. That too, though, because I know, like, next month we'll get the next issue yeah and then we're probably gonna have to go maybe another year or more without knowing more yeah unless they've got something wild up their sleeve or maybe they're seeing how they're, we react to this and and go but i know that their next big thing that, will like, be releasing say, like, golden age will yeah. be a, a trade that will come out and we get season two of the netflix show yeah and we know that with the season two we're already kind of changing the way things have been built completely yeah with television series initially anyways yeah not that that necessarily has to reflect on the comics in general anyways yeah. but i'm just meant like at the end of that we have another demon that's basically the same as dodge's character that's out and about with her in another person's body yeah. that really wasn't a pivotal character at all in the comics yeah. really so now we've got like these two demons against them they've already seen the omega door opened mm -hmm. we've assumed that she's gone kind of a thing you know i mean like there's a lot of shit that's happened within the first season that probably shouldn't have necessarily happened if we're like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're going a completely different direction now. So the one thing that I just kind of am wondering is Netflix now has both the Sandman property and mm -hmm. the Lock and Key property. Mm -hmm. And they're starting like Sandman season one will be coming out. What's the likeliness that we could even just get a visit from Mary Locke in the kind of timetable of things that happen why dreams under the dome i don't know that we'll get that just for fun just a little like visitor. I, that would be awesome i mean even if they don't even say it's mary Locke, yeah. they just say mary yeah you know visiting kind of a be thing wild just a little that would be absolutely wild i was gonna say i was like i would almost be more apropos to saying that is even a smaller sliver that we see at some point in time whenever um i don't know why i can't think of his name the dude that has dream dream Morpheus. No, no, the dude that has him. What's his name again? Oh, uh, Roderick. Burgess. Roderick Burgess. Yes, Burgess. We see Burgess come downstairs and then like off to the side on a table, you see the fucking key. Oh, like and it's that's like the in his possession. Yeah, like it's like 1930 yeah. something and you just see the key sitting yeah. there propped up on the table where they focus on it for a second and then he walks by and then there's a new interaction that happens between yeah. them and or he's still not talking. Or depending how this story goes, uh, if Jonathan's still in hell by the time Dream goes to hell, mm-hmm. And to to get you his, just see a burning soldier. You just see, yeah, and they don't it. they don't address who it yeah. is because they don't need to. It's in hell. he's just walking past hell, and then there's just a burning soldier sitting there, yes. like holding a gun or something. Absolutely, like that. so many cool little fucking nods. Yes, absolutely. You could just kind of start tying it in a little bit more, and then you know this these worlds could. I mean, why couldn't you build these two series up together a little bit more, especially now that there's something in existence already? Mm -hmm. The creators have already kind of blessed it a little bit, you know. Uh, I say there's no reason not to. Yeah. Also, like, like I say, there's no reason to not take a break. Holy shit! Did you poop your pants again? Not yet. Okay. But I'm thinking about it. Oh. I'm also thinking about the IFNZ network. What? The network? Dude, the network is off the fucking chain. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome, <laughs> dude. We're on YouTube. And <laughs> we're on. I thought only famous people are on YouTube. I know. I thought so too. And a lot of YouTubers are getting canceled. Maybe we'll be one of them. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> Speaking of cancel culture and and getting canceled, you should go check out the IFNZ network. 
uh, YouTube page. We'll link true. The, we'll link the description in the, in the, uh, the description below. Every time, every show, we it's have the, on there. You need to click on it because there's so many different things that are on there that you could check out. You could check out episode zero of an obscure obsession. Yeah, you can check out uh, new uh, live streams that are going to be posted on there yeah. uh, every single time going forward. We're gonna have. Uh, live versions of our audio episodes That's right. that will start going on there. Yeah, if you like it in your ears, you might be liking it on your eyes. I love things on my eyes. <laughs> like a good LASIK every now and then. Every, for, everyone, a casual correct, LASIK. Just a casual LASIK. You know, you <laughs> stop in and you're just like, I get some. <laughs> and they're like, sure. Um, That's what watching IFNZ Network is like. It's like casual lazy for your eyes. Hey, do you remember that time that we talked about Campus Comics on this podcast? Absolutely. You know, if you like Campus Comics, and we know that you love Campus yes, Comics. Yes, everybody does. If you're listening to this. We know you're a fan. Absolutely. Local comic book shops are mm, the bread and butter of this economy. It keeps us alive. It does. It keeps us fueled. It's basically a heroin junkie's dream. <laughs> Man, that, I mean, I didn't realize that comic books had that much of an effect on the then, economy. Then you were fucking wrong for not thinking that I don't know what I don't know what was wrong with me. Regardless, Campus Comics is closing its doors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to only turn around and open up Muddy Monster Comics. And collectibles. And collectibles. Absolutely. They have everything that you need. It's a one-shop shop. You can get any kind of comics, any kind of collectibles. Yeah, you can. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it's true. You just, if it's not there, you can order it. It is that yeah, that's I how mean, that works. We got we got direct market access to all of the distributors. Do they have pull lists? They got pull lists. Absolutely. Damn. Do you think that they have a bust of Batman there? Uh, there's guaranteed to be at least one bust of Batman. Hmm. A busty Batman. <laughs> uh, one busty Batman is <laughs> definitely there. Uh, somebody got a little wild when they were drawn, and they were like, "Ooh." His pecs are large. If you wanted to see a busty Batman or a busty Bruce, like what, yeah. what, like which one would you pick? Like um, with the cowl or without the cowl? With, with the cowl on but no suit. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see the pecs. So, uh, muddy it's monster. Like those, it's like one of those uh, armrest. Uh, um, what are they called? The the mouse pads that have like the big boobs on them. Do you think they have those, but uh, with Batman? Like you rest your yeah, so wrist you don't in get, between so them? you don't get a carpal, carpal tunnel. tunnel. Huh? Yeah. They make them with boobs. Yeah, of course they do. They've done that for years. I didn't know that. Minute, but do you think they have one with Batman's pecs there? No. Can we order that? You can if you can dream it. Someone can make it. <laughs> but I'm not sure if the if, if Muddy Monster Collectibles has that. But go check it out. It's on Walnut Street in Murfreesboro. They're going to be open in May. In May, Muddy Monster Comics is going to be open. That's a lot of M's. May the Muddy Monster be with you. But you you remember a lot of things without notes. Do you do you take something for that memory? I don't know. Do you uh do you what do you do to, to keep your memory strong? I don't know. You you don't do anything? No. I don't, I don't do anything on purpose. Do you do like mind exercises? No. Why not? <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't do anything for it. I mean, I I play a hell of a lot of games. I mean, if that helps, do you I think know, that helps? Maybe. I mean, I, have there been studies that say no? No, that, not that I know of. Then I think it's. A I fact. know it's great for hand-eye coordination. Yeah, that's one hundred percent a fact. Absolutely. Um depending on what kind of game I'm playing. I do play like a lot of like puzzle and games and stuff like that too. You know yeah. I mean? Like professor Layton's and, and stuff like that would be all kind of some of, the, of that ilk. Yeah. It's not always just like destiny and, and stuff like it's that. True. Yeah. Those are the, that's the side of things we don't see from you sometimes. Right. We don't know about your, your, your game, your game games. That's not true. I tell you about all the games I play. I haven't played any puzzle games recently. No puzzle games. No, I finished outriders. No, how was right? How was that? You finished it? Yeah, that's a short game. 
Uh, this is the main campaign. There's a lot of other side shit that you can do in mm. the game and stuff. But yeah, I finished out the main game. It was it was really good. It was a nice, a nice, a nice yeah, game. Yeah, I, I honestly enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to. How many slices of meat would you give it? Um, how many slices of meat? I don't know. Uh, out of how many meats? You know, it's five, five, five meats, five meats, like four. That's a four, a good a four solid meter? four at least. Yeah. There were some mechanics that were a little hinky and and some graphical errors that would happen, like random, like stupid camera glitches that are just oh. I don't I didn't understand. Like some dialogue would be going on, some person would talk, and then the camera would just go like this <laughs> all of a sudden, just knee jerk completely to the side. That's weird. And then it would pan back on the person. I'm just like, what the fuck is this bug? Yeah. But I mean, there was there was some of that shit and stuff. But I mean, for the most part, it was really a solid title. It has that same kind of gear building, uh, you know, grinding mentality that I really like from a Destiny. But the gameplay mechanics was more of like a, like a good merger of Gears of War with like that Destiny because you have hmm. like um, supernatural powers with that anomaly ability that you get um, early on in the game that you kind of building over the course of you know gaining levels and I stuff. Um, but like I said, it has that kind of grinding mentality of like. I want to get better gear. This gun's got better specs. It's you know higher damage rate, higher stuff like that, better armor and stuff like that too, that you would kind of get with a destiny like type of game. Nice. So it's got kind of that perfect merge of both worlds. Um, I think it does have like a level cap. I think you stop at like 30. Oh. Once you've hit level 30, you can't go any higher at that point in time. You're just getting better gear um, and doing all kinds of side missions. Once you finish the actual main campaign, the game and and i would recommend that for anybody that actually is just starting out on the game um there are a lot of side quests and i am of the side quest mentality of like i like to go back and if i'm in this first town and they open up the second town i go to the second town i want to go back to the first town because i want to get the other side quest and finish those out i did that for like the first seven and i was spending hours of and hours and hours and hours doing this which is cool but at the same time once you've actually finished that main storyline and all this other stuff opens up and encourages you to not only go get these side quests, but get other things um, that would lead you back to these side quests to begin with oh. in the first place. So it's kind of also encouraging you to go like, Hey, you've beat the game, go back and do all this shit because there's a ton more story first and foremost that you could be doing this whole time. But it also encourages you to do it because there's other stuff to get now too. Yeah. So I, I would tell people just go ahead and blow through the story because the story is really just cool. It. Honestly, yeah. I like, as far as like the dialogue goes, the delivery and the story and the character building and stuff like that, it's a really solid sci-fi story. I mean, as, as cool. far as that goes. Yeah. Um, like I said, the only reason I would take it off the point is some of the gameplay mechanic gets a little irritating from time to time. And it does have some graphical glitches and stuff, hmm. but yeah. Very cool. We, uh, we finished something. There was a there was an ending to something we we were both really excited about when they announced was the the sweet tooth the return. Yes. Um. And they we we within the last month or so we got the final sixth issue mm-hmm. of it of Jeff Lemire's uh, sweet as of, tooth. As return. of the last time we talked about sweet tooth, we were at four. Yeah. So, so we didn't talk two. about issue yeah. five or six. Absolutely. Um, yeah. That makes yeah sense. Let's talk about just kind of the culmination of the story and where yeah. it ended. If you're happy with the way it ended, stuff like that. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm drawing a little bit of a, a blank on all of the kind of main story beats of six. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause it felt like it was, it just felt like a finale. Like it felt like yeah, it really did. We're getting everybody together. We're going to mm-hmm. really, we're going to get this thing done. We're mm-hmm. going to move towards the end, but it felt like um, the father, uh, character is that what they call father? Yeah, father, father, something or other. Um, kind of revealed what we were. He kind of, as the villain does at the end of the the movie, mm-hmm. kind of explained everything that we were piecing together based on sure. the the flashbacks and all that. That he was creating a clone of the original uh Gus, hybrid, yeah. yeah, the original Gus, um, in order to get. Uh, a version of a hybrid that would infect all of the hybrids. Mm-hmm. He wanted to kind of reverse what the original yeah. hybrid had done. Reverse engineer that same disease. Yeah. But the disease really wasn't, I mean, it is a disease, I guess, technically, but I mean, it's more of like, like a biblical plague. Yeah, I guess so. You know what I mean, like, it's like he's trying to use science to manufacture a reverse biblical plague. Yeah. In a and, sense. And as I think he started to realize, and as we, as the reader started to realize is that 
he's been with the the elephant dude, uh, mm-hmm. Earl. Earl, that's right. Yeah. Uh, for quite some time now, mm-hmm. uh, since they met when he broke him out of the prison, and Earl's still alive. Earl doesn't hasn't been infected. There's not been any issue with Earl. So perhaps the father had failed. Right. In, in what he was doing, right? So Yeah, we, he should have already started being sick by now. If not, the time had already elapsed once they got to that door they were supposed to be on the outside, plus the additional time for them to get back to where they were at, where that city center is underground. Yeah. So there was even more time that that disease should have been something, should have been happening to Earl for sure. Yeah. And it just didn't. No. There was no... Nothing. Something backfired with the science of yeah. the matter. Which, and we found out why. What was that? was that the nannies did not give them the dosage. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, Nanny one reveals that uh, she says to the father, like you expected us to raise them, care, about care for them, them and That's love right. them and want us to actually do this to people that we love and care about. We would, we would never hurt them. We'd never give them these shots. Yeah. And then that was whenever they did the full Julius Caesar thing where <laughs> Nanny two and three were fucking stabbing them while Nanny one was sitting there. Cause she's still all, bruised up from getting hit and shit that's right because she's she just sitting there like sitting there like bruised and bleeding just kind of smiling watching him get stabbed and shit <laughs> and then they they get to the door to the mm-hmm. outside world uh earl and got new gus oh yeah i thought that was a really cool nod too that they did um whenever gus is meeting and introducing to the all the people yeah and then he meets the little girl and she's got the little backpack that has yes. a pig face on it. Yeah. And she says, he says, what's your name? And she says, Wendy. And he just smiles and goes, I that's like that name. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good name. Yeah. And I was just like, that's so fucking cool. Yeah, I thought that was good, too. <laughs> I, I was trying to read further into it. I was like, does that mean anything else? Like, is that like, an, and I was like, no, that's just a, a nice little nod to the fact that he knows a yeah. Wendy. He knows a Wendy because of who he is, really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, so they all they all go to the door to... Mm-hmm leave to the upper grounds or mm-hmm. whatever and that's the everybody end. like yeah. except for the father the whole village including the people that worked for the father the, yeah. the boys that they raised that they they even said i think something to the effect of like you were going to be people that he was going to turn into them but it didn't work out that way yeah. so he made you wear that's the masks right. and you were like his goons yeah. now so they built, that's all they've ever known. You can make a better decision. They took off their masks and shit. So even they went like yeah. everybody went. Everybody turned their back on the father, and mm-hmm. we realized that he was really probably the only bad person. Truly, in yeah. there, the rest of them were just kind of following orders because it's what they felt like they had to do. Because mm-hmm. it was that. like all it's a cult. I mean, it was yeah. just like a godly thing. Like absolutely, they were, they were all just Jonestown people, basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the last things that we see are them walking out into just pure sunlight we don't even yeah. see the outside world yeah. it's just light it's just kind of like and it just kind of loops a little bit like there's mm-hmm. like a almost like i didn't know it was kind of an unsatisfying ending a little bit yeah uh in that like i felt like it was meant to be cyclical like it was just gonna this thing could continue to happen over and over again sure uh to it was you know what was the return really was it the return of i think it was just meant to be like this is the return of gus because as yeah. Gus, as we know, it long gone at right. this point, yeah. kind of a thing. And I'm sure his family is still like, these are the descendants, whatever. But yeah. this is literally Gus. Yeah, this is like just verbatim a clone of, a clone yeah. of yeah. the kid. And this is literally the return of Even with him coming back to the world. And everything. Yeah. So. so, I mean, he could find his family. That would be like his great, 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 great grandkids or something like that that are way down the road. Yeah. And it's just like, hey, I'm technically this guy, but I'm a kid now. <laughs> it was the only thing that I I would say my biggest kind of feedback to it was i don't know if we gained anything from this story no i mean i think it was just a a fun little thing to kind of throw out there and i'm not disappointed with it yeah but at the same time i get what you're feeling and and the same thing too with the ending it's yeah. a very storybook ending mm-hmm. it's not something that i necessarily feel like jeff lemire maybe does yeah a lot i mean even the first ending and stuff like that with the other was it was nice and satisfying but nice, we saw yeah so much that was explained like what was going to happen in the future you know Mm -hmm. it didn't just end with gus just being okay and whatever we actually saw him grow old and die yeah 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 we saw the end of him and literally seeing him like walking off with the big man as a spirit basically kind of a thing it was a nice bow but it was a there was closure with right whereas this one didn't have as much closure and maybe there's not supposed to be maybe there's more one they could have just added in one extra page that would have been like the sun clears up and then just them standing there and in the distance you see like 
the world is now more of a modernized world. Yeah. Like it's like it's like the hybrids, but they're driving in cars or something. You just see a city off like in the distance. Technology or something has like expanded. That. Yeah. Things like like that. we see something like that has come back mm-hmm. somehow. And just kind of give you like a little tease and be like, oh shit, they could they actually have stuff going on there. A little yeah. bit more information rather than just be like, they made it. Uh-huh. You know. The only reason to do the ending they did is to maybe do further down the road a the return volume two or something like that sure. where he could have another story built in him to what this group of people because there's a un, they're unique people there's there is mm-hmm. a good cast of characters in there to play and it would be more interesting the 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 uh the story of gus originally was very uh just him and the big man like it it was him and his dad his dad passed and then it was just him and the big man and it was that for a long time before they got their cast of characters that really expanded uh, into that. And so this starts out as an ensemble cast. And yeah. so it would be interesting to see. What's weird to mess up. And I was just thinking about this, too, because being so fresh on Sweet Tooth and reading it not too mm-hmm. terribly long yeah. ago, I'm thinking about like whenever the dad dies and stuff like that. Yeah, of course, he's sad, but he doesn't ever get to the point where he thinks back on it and is like, I'm the reason my dad died. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? And they never really hearken back on that. Like they don't give him any kind of bigger, deeper character development like they could have, yeah. because that could have been a bigger struggle Absolutely. to deal with than that. They didn't even touch on really, mm-hmm. because I mean, technically, yeah, the only person that he knew of really truly and cared about in this world above the big man and all these other people that he's met, he's the reason why he died. Yeah. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Like he died of that same disease, like mm-hmm. everybody else has been going on. And yeah. Stuff. So, I mean, that's, that was kind of, and did he have a, to think about, was there a mom in there? Before? Yeah. I mean, not I know that he not, knew of not biological, yeah. obviously in that. Cause even his dad wasn't actually his dad, right? Like that was, no, he was, he yeah. was, created. he was never born. Yeah. He was just created. Yeah. Um, the whole no belly button thing. Oh, that belly button. That's right. I forgot <laughs> about that. Uh, yeah. It's, and once again, kind of similar to the lock and key, there's a lot of character that couldn't be explored there. Um, even just with the Gus, like those years between the end of the big story and him being an old man and, and growing. Yeah. Did he deal with some issues with the fact that he kind of killed his dad? Yeah. Um, did all of that kind of happen in those Jesus years? Like, Sure. You know, those just kind of lost years of of him kind of growing up and learning a little bit about himself. You know, there's another thing, too, like they kind of storybook rushed the big man stuff right at the end, like right at the end. Yeah. He was just kind of like, I mean, however, he's looking at Earl and he's kind of imagining big man. And yeah. He's like, who are you really? And he goes, you know, I really don't know. You know, I'm I'm I know I'm just I'm a figment of your imagination, <laughs> you know, kind of a thing and kind of explains what he wants to hear. Yeah. Because it is really just kind of the inner mechanism of his yeah. mind kind of working there. But, I mean, that was really them just kind of like writing it off. And I'm just like, I guess it's cool that he sees him and stuff because that really tells us like this really is Gus. He knows that the big man exists. You yeah. Know? I mean, that's such a pivotal person in his life. Yeah. I mean, even though he never really saw his dad or anything like that, this is obviously a much more important person mm-hmm. to him. But at the same time, it just seemed like it was so written off real quick. Yeah. If it was a like a 12 issue series, you mm-hmm. could have explored a lot more of him kind of and and from a reader's perspective give us a little bit more of development on what the big man actually meant to gus mm-hmm. like it and you're not just going like yeah i've seen this story before it's more of yeah developing that like like it was replacement dad mean? but at the same time it was more than replacement dad oh, it was yeah. like literally like replacement dad and not only is it my dad he's my best friend yeah you know, I mean, he, he cares about me yeah. more than anybody else. Yeah, he's kind the of person thing. who saved me. Yeah, um, it's it's yeah, it's all part literally of his everything shaped his the way that he feels about people. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, when you there's so many issues it. of Sweet Tooth that you read from earlier on that are just arcs about them being mad at each other at points in times and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. And you know, like it that's it was such a big impact and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And obviously, that's you know, that's the reason why that's the flashback that he sees. Yeah you know, and who he's seeing and mentally, you know, kind of projecting out, helping him along. Yeah. But at the same time, I was just kind of like, I kind of was also hoping that we get a little bit more talking there or a little bit more resolve rather than just basically like three of these six issues had little snippets of him there and like two panels each. And that was about it. I didn't need to have more of a relationship necessarily with the father. Yeah. Like the, that, like I liked that if this wasn't ongoing, like that was the end of the first trade. Like that was the first, story arc was 
getting out of the cave, getting mm-hmm. out of the underground. And then we take it out and we go further. And, and that it really feels like it could, it could have been more. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, maybe there is, maybe, maybe it will be more. Maybe it's, it's just that that's where it ended. But I, comics are weird. This is a vertigo book that yeah. became a, a, a black label book. Um, DC is in a weird relationship with comics, especially now. Um, and so maybe there was this kind of hesitation to build this ongoing X vertigo now yeah. black label book that isn't superhero. Yeah. There's only one thing that I can take away from this whole thing. And that is the fact that you have shown me and opened up my eyes that Jeff Lemire is a national treasure. Yes. He like he's a fucking <laughs> cool dude. An awesome animator. Yes. amazing storyteller it's such a cool unique story i'm excited to see hopefully eventually down the road the the television adaptation of this oh yeah that's right I because forgot. I know that's a thing that's going to happen Netflix i just don't too. know how how it's working because i don't think they ever went into production for it yet i know we have a cast already and yeah, it's like we have people picked that. yeah but i don't know if it's ever been like starting shooting at all i forgot about that but that's i'm excited a- to see that yeah. and what what comes of that and whatnot i think big man is uh is uh is an African American guy this time around. Okay. I think they went with that route cool. to turn, you know, kind of diversify the, the cast, diversify it a little bit more for sure. Yeah, that'll which work. I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, I don't. I, he's somebody I can't remember who it is off the top of my head. I'll need to look it up. Is somebody that he's been in other stuff that we've seen for sure. Okay, nice. That was kind of like a lead into that. What about um, uh, ye old ye old Star Wars, <laughs> ye old Star ye Wars, old High Republic, the High Republic. <laughs> yeah, uh, issue four of that came out. Mm-hmm. Um. It's getting good. I feel like the the action. It feels like there's a like every issue. <laughs> I was just I was after I was thinking about because I you sent me the text message or was it text message, whatever it was. I did text. We, I can't remember what it was because we were talking about it because it was like right at the end of it, whatever it was. And I said, and we're like, and then there were the huts. <laughs> and I was like, that's how I thought about it. And I was just like, I forgot about it after I'd read it. Oh, and it's in my review. Oh yeah, that's what it was. And now the huts are yeah, here. <laughs> that's what it was because I scroll, scrolled past your review or something like that, and I saw that, and that's the, and I was just like, that's like the shit hit the fan, like all of a sudden, and now the huts are here with like rancors <laughs> and like all kinds of shit. It is a a hut fun time. Yeah, it feels like those are we're we're in like High Republic is very much a a gangster era where we had talked about uh, kind of ahead of the show the trying to figure out what the the Dringer, uh creature is, what's going on with that, and how yes. Sith kind of play in, and are there Sith at this time? What has, exp- has actually happened? That guy is from the Artemis Fowl movie. Mm-hmm. He's the butler. He's that, the yeah. butler? Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be a big man. Oh, okay. Yeah. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, So... Yeah, we were just trying to talk about like what is what is Sith at this point? Is it is it is there because, just dark yeah, side? Yeah, I mean that, that to, to as to my knowledge from what I remember because I reread three and four and I remember a lot from one and two. Right, I do not remember them distinctly saying the word Sith. They do mention the dark side and they mention mm-hmm. darkness, but I mean it's almost like it's they know that the Force is an end, is something that's within them, but they know that there's darkness stuff that's like kind of tying them off you know i mean like a completely other element that's out there but they, it's almost like to me like the how do you say it i always forget the d the, dring- the dringer the dringer yeah d-r-i-n-g-i-r okay dringer dringer or ginger something like that like ginger but with a d in dringer dringer <laughs> give me that dringer i want to put it in my salmon <laughs> um so it's almost like they're essentially like beings of pure darkness they even talk with like dark text you know what i mean yeah they that's do. like that's what they're meant to be like it's not like they're speaking in like an alien language it doesn't have those brackets around it like they do with huts and stuff you can understand them but it's like they it's like they're pure darkness they even say it whenever they get relatively close yes. to the underground in that cave in that community whenever they go down the hole uh what's her face uh keeve says it and she's just like i don't know i it feels horrible down here she's like mm-hmm. she talks about how how the, dark how and, everything yeah. she just feels like she's weighed down absolutely and it's almost like these creatures are like just pure darkness yes and that's why i was saying i wonder if the sith are 
created purely based on that darkness reaching into somebody else. Yeah. And then them being able to use it as a force that we know about, because I mean, like skier gets the arm mm -hmm. that wasn't necessarily, I guess, gifted to him. I mean, was it, they, they, did they give him the arm? I felt like they like, get it. I felt like they were like, they like tapped into him. Like it was because like, like you see him around him too. Yes. And then in, in his arm, I felt it was then, like in him and grew yeah. out of him. But it's the same thing. The rest of all that stuff after the fact, whenever they cut the ones in half and yeah. stuff that goes away because he gains control of it, but he chooses to keep the arm. Yeah. And it's like, still there looks the same, but it's almost like that darkness is still in him. It's still reaching through him. Yeah. And he's even talking about it when they get back to like starlight mm -hmm. beacon or, on the ship what he had to overcome what he had to overcome that he's still fighting it in his head yeah at this point in mm -hmm. time and that that's something that's that's still ongoing so that's why i was saying like as far as high republic goes do we even know that necessarily the, the sith exists i was skipping through i i know we haven't seen it in in this series uh the word uh but i was i've also been reading the high republic adventures the idw book that kind of is more geared towards the kid side of things and there's a uh, there's like a creature or a guy or whatever that looks pretty evil. And I was like, well, if anything, they've called him a Sith or something like that. And I was mm -hmm. looking through, just kind of skimming through real quick to see if there was something in the kind of preview for it or a little synopsis that would have said something about Sith. And no, it's even, they're even like dealing with those Nile, uh, the Nile creatures, Neil creatures yeah. as well. Um, so no, it doesn't look like anybody has, at That's least in I'm the two like, things that we're reading. The actual, actual creation of the Sith could potentially start with, like, this darkness is now in yeah. Skier. Maybe Skier is, like, our original Sith Lord. Perhaps. He's able to, not able to control it. He yeah. just lets it take hold, and then he realizes that all of that hate and all of the anger and everything that's built in up into him from the arm getting cut off and everything else that's happened yeah. has now manifested and it and takes hold and it's giving him this power now yeah. that he can control and he might want to use it for good, but he also, you know, is kind of being yeah. overwhelmed by this darkness that's formed into him. Absolutely. Maybe he's the one that gives it the name Sith or something it like could that. Be. He's our, he's Sith. Maybe he's our like quote unquote Darth Bane, like our or originator kind of a thing. Kind of, of the Sith. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah that could be because otherwise we, we kind of know that the, the Jedi have been, have finally gotten to a point where they've gotten peace across the galaxy. Um, and that's the starlight beacon is their mm -hmm. kind of first big effort after they've been fighting. After I drink all of this tea. I'm going to need to peace across the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> uh the, oh the peace across the galaxy uh and and so we know that they've been dealing with darkness yeah. and they're familiar with darkness and the dark side not um, necessarily the gear green gear whatever the, the drinker yeah in that creature because this is the first time we've ever actually interacted with them right and now they're becoming more prevalent as they bust out of a yeah. dead hut's stomach and yeah they're in starlight beacon now <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> and then they're the huts and then the huts come out of nowhere <laughs> yeah um, a little short one too and it looks like i thought at first <laughs> like, it was like really... a female hut because she's got a braid okay. like a hair tied back like actually has hair which is weird too because uh, I've never thought too. about a hut yeah. with a hair that much, but she's got like hair that's tied back in a braid, and she's real short. Yeah, like for a hut, because yeah. there's other huts around them too. Because yeah. it's not just her, but she seems like she and might be maybe the leader. Two giant rancor. Yeah, that have like other people like the axe. What like are the soldiers? Riding, yeah, they're, they're riding on top of them. Yeah, and I'm just like this whole thing is totally fucked. And it seems like um, because they're <laughs> the Jedi's biggest battle now is gangsters and stuff like that, yeah. like the huts. Yeah. Um and, and Starlight Beacon crashes on Tatooine <laughs> and that becomes the Hut Palace. <laughs> <laughs> and and so yeah, the Huts come out of nowhere. I'm assuming because this planet that they're on, I don't remember what the name of it is, but they have the world's worst landlord. Yeah. Who's like he's a shitbag. I know that there are these like giant evil plants that are like taking over. We've got, got a pretty rough one sometimes. <laughs> and uh I know that they're taking over and they're even stealing like your kids and shit. Yeah, uh, but it's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't mm -hmm. worry about it. Don't add. Don't talk to the Jedi about it. Just ignore it. He's the same race that um, I don't know if you'll remember this uh, from the old Republic comics. The kid that's the Jedi that's in there that gets outcast um, because they think that he's murdered other Jedi mm. in the in the um, at the Capitol. I and see. Of I don't remember. Not. 
um, there's this like underlord kind of slummy gangster guy that's the same race as this guy. Maybe they're all just meant to be like slummy gangster landlord shitbag people. Yeah. But he ends up being kind of like his best bud. They end up tagging along with each other and he's like driving the ships for him and shit like that. But it's that same race. I can't think of what the name of the race is. Yeah. But it's not just on this planet. Kind of like, you know, right. uh, skiers not from this planet too, obviously. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> um, I'm I'm in. It seems like the it's heating up. But we're four issues in. I'm guessing that we're probably going to come to a head on this arc at a six. Yeah. Uh, would be my guess because that seems to be the standard these days. Yeah, getting uh, to like we're we needing a a little bit of a climax to kind of the people that read the trades need to have that yeah little bit of a climax. I'm, so I'm guessing we're gonna it's gonna be a, a hut war potentially hut war hut war. Uh, that there's gonna be some 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 stuff going down at starlight as they're potentially having an issue. Maybe they are going to have windows breaking or something on that side. Maybe something's going to go down like Microsoft there. Yeah. Windows is going to crash and, <laughs> and all that. Yeah. I just starlight beacon runs on windows. <laughs> it's so old. They've been using windows XP this whole time. No wonder it broke to windows eight. All right, man. Well, um, it's one thirty. It is one thirty. I I've got been... some. I got some things I want to plug. No. Yeah, I got to plug them. We got. Okay. We got the can't get rights are going to be playing May first at the Vets. Yeah. Uh, from nine uh, p.m. to twelve, uh-huh. and and look out for on my other show on Campus Comics Cast. Oh, cool. Uh, issue or episode so cool one hundred. We're going to be celebrating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so look out for that stuff. Yep so cool man i'm I'm glad that you're going on all these adventures without me and you're what? leaving me behind in the dust you got it you've got a show you've got you've got the obscure obsession Psh, it's fucking obscure obsession that has only had an episode zero on youtube you're doing all kinds of stuff uh, yeah being a dad and 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 all kinds of other cool shit yeah it's gonna it's gonna be awesome right yeah like, all right well you so excited about it yeah i'm super excited about it i'll see you guys later uh i'm done with the show Wh- what yeah, I'm done with. I said 1:30 is the last episode. You were I'm, serious about I'm that? I'm 100% serious. This is fucking over. <laughs> I, I, I feel New Zealand. I feel New Zealand. Bye. Wow. <laughs>